Welcome to this week's episode of Apple at Work. My name is Bradley Chambers. This week on the show, we have a first-time guest. We have Masha from a product manager from MacPaw. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So this is a timely topic. As always, we want to talk about cybersecurity. And I know you know MacPaw makes a lot of great products. Clean My Mac is, uh, I think, the premier way to kind of fine tune your Mac, keep things running well. Uh, you all ha- also have a number of other um, solutions out there, the set app suite of apps, which is a great, uh, it's kind of like the Netflix of Mac OS apps, but you also have an, a really a new cybersecurity vision, which is called Moonlock. Can you give us a background on, on Moonlock and, and what you all do? Yeah, sure. So Moonlock is a division of MacPaws that focuses exclusively on the cybersecurity needs of Mac users and aims to create innovative products that seamlessly protect people from modern threats. With its mission of creating cybersecurity tech for humans, Moonlock is committed to packaging complex technologies into tools anyone can use and making cybersecurity accessible to everyone. Yeah, that's that that last part I think is really critical to cybersecurity because there are always ways to turn knobs and make things more secure. But you at some point affect usability and productivity. And it's it's no different than like, you know, I could put 19 locks on my door, but then it takes me 30 minutes to lock and unlock my door. And that's not usable for, you know, for obviously really anybody. Um, uh, you know, again, I, I to me, when someone asks, is certainly on the consumer side, like what's the simplest way to check for malware on the Mac? And I always recommend cleaning my Mac. And I know you, so you all see a lot of data that's coming in. And I, and I think that's really the, the state of everything in cybersecurity is analyzing the the data out there because new threats come on every single day, and so that you know certainly when um, you know, we see continuous zero day threats that Apple is is staying one step ahead of from a high level from from your point of view certainly as a product manager at at uh, MacPod at Moonlock what's the current state of malware on macOS? Mm-hmm. So macOS users have recently seen a variety of threats including targeted attacks from the Blue Narf Epity Group that attacks the financial and cryptocurrency sectors, as well as a trend of privacy-breaking stealers and Trojans like WS proxies that steal personal data. Notably, adverse still remains the biggest threat for macOS users. Typically, adverse gains access to devices when users willingly execute freeware programs, fake installers, software came by from torrents, pirated programs, malicious links, and malvertising campaigns. So I would advise our listeners to download only those software that you really trust. This episode of Apple at Work is sponsored by Mosul. Deploying, managing, and protecting Apple devices at work shouldn't be difficult or require several solutions. Mosul is the only Apple unified platform for business. By combining enhanced device management, endpoint security, internet privacy and security, single sign-on and enhanced app management into a single Apple-only platform, businesses can now easily and automatically deploy, manage, protect their Apple devices automatically with one solution at an affordable price. With a solution for every business size and the best support in the market, start a free 30-day trial and see firsthand why Mosul is more than an Apple MDM. Mosul is everything you need to work with Apple. To learn more, visit business.mosul.com. That's business.mosyle.com. Thanks to Mosul for sponsoring Apple at Work this week. Yeah, Apple's done a good job here over the years. And I, and I think that's a, a an important notation. Like if you're if you rarely seeing issues on widespread macOS malware where it's 
users are being infected without taking action. Um, you, you know, I remember, and Chris, some most of our listeners probably won't remember this, depending on their age. Prior to Service Pack Two on Windows XP, especially like if you didn't have a router, I mean, this there was a day when when users would just plug up a desktop computer to a DSL or Kevin Wadham, There was no router in between, which is a firewall. Mm-hmm. And it was cert- certainly on the service pack one day. It's like you could be infected just by the computer being on. And it's like we've come a long way since then. I know that would seem crazy. I mean, like, again, that's when see people started getting, you know, routers. It's not just for the, the you know, multi-computer on the network, but just as a firewall. And so, you know, that's an important notation that, like, generally, if you are using apps from, A, either the Mac App Store or, B, ones that are notarized with Apple's Gatekeeper, you're going to be ahead of almost all of the threats on macOS. That's not to say that there are like no threats that could could hit you, but like and and you know I remember especially when Adobe Flash was very prominent on macOS and you know, I, you know back in the days when though to watch a Facebook video you had to have Flash. Well, the easiest thing someone would do is pop up a rogue Adobe Flash installer get somebody to download a fake installer and boom, they've got malware. Uh, and even in those days, it was most time is, is, is it was adware. It was just wanting to, you know, put pop-up ads. Um, are, do you all still see, you know, you know, I know one of the most prominent um, ways that uh, malware gets on the Mac is through rogue um, like browser extensions, particularly on Chrome. Is that something you're still seeing a lot of, or is that threat has Google largely solved that threat? Yeah, we've seen a lot of different threats from extensions also. Unfortunately, I can't provide a lot of details about it right now because I'm not a malware specialist. But from our researchers, we see that uh, users still think that all of the problems on their computer is viruses. They don't know what actual uh, malware type of it or something like that. All of it is viruses from for them. So I would recommend to use antivirus software first, first and foremost, of course, and uh, just trying to be safe online. Yeah, that's a good word. I mean, it's it's really a challenge for IT and security professionals because, like, you can put in the best programs and people still can eventually get malware on their computer. And so I think, you know, in a past show we talked about – uh, layered security, like where you want to have layers on top of your data. So it's it's not that like data is stored directly on the Mac, like it's behind multi-factor authentication, um, you know, things like that. Um, as like we look into like the, you know, 2024, we're right here. What do you have any general tips, tricks, or just things that that IT teams who who monitor and manage Mac and iPad should be thinking about heading into the new year? Yeah, so as we know, the weakest element in cybersecurity is people, unfortunately. So it doesn't matter how many resources are invested in protection if one person falls for phishing. That's why I would say that the biggest threat is actually the lack of cybersecurity knowledge among users. That is why we at Moonlock pay so much attention to educational materials. Recently, we released a series of four short videos called Cybersecurity Tunes, which explain such topics as remote work, passwords, phishing, and malware in simple terms. So I would recommend, first of all, uh, to educate your people in businesses to, we know that a lot of companies have phishing tests, which are great. Uh, a lot of 
um, companies has different trainings, cybersecurity trainings. But from our researchers, we see that some information from those trainings could be too complicated for people. So that's why we are focusing and all companies, I think, should focus in on educational materials first. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the challenge. It's it's like you're, it's part education, part policy, part technology. It's it's all in between, and that's why there's really no just major silver bullet um, mm-hmm. here for for IT teams. Like, there's not like, hey, deploy this program, and you're you know, it's it's you know, you're protected. Deploy yeah. this thing on your network, and it's protected. Um, do you see any other like you know major trends um her you know kind of going into the new year that hackers are using i mean obviously it feels like that phishing and social engineering are the hardest to cover are those the are those the prominent ways that hackers are using to get malware on the mac or is there any other exploits you're seeing you know like rogue eye message links crypto downloads etc mhm Speaking of new threats, we can assume that we may see new exploits and various types of Trojans and stealers. And users can prepare themselves for various cyber threats by updating their OS and, of course, by using antivirus software. Users should always update their software with patch versions, avoid installing cracked free software, and be careful when clicking on suspicious links that could mimic legitimate websites. When you go through airport security, there's one line where the TSA agent checks your ID and another line where machines scans your bag. The same thing happens in enterprise security. But instead of passengers and luggage, it's end users and their devices. These days, most companies are pretty good at the first part of the equation where they check user identity. But user devices can roll right through automation. But user devices can roll right through authentication with but user devices can roll right through authentication without getting inspected at all. In fact, 47% of companies allow unmanaged, untrusted devices to access their data. That means employees can log in from a laptop that has its firewall turned off or hasn't been updated in six months. Or worse, that laptop might belong to a bad actor using employee credentials. Collide finally solves the device trust Collide finally solves the device trust problem. Collide ensures that no device can log into your Octa-protected apps unless it passes your security checks. Plus, you can use Collide on devices without MDM, like your Linux fleet, contractor devices, and every BYOD phone and laptop in your company. To learn more about Collide and to watch a demo, visit collide.com slash apple at work. That's C-O-L-I-D-E dot com slash apple at work. Thanks to Collide for sponsoring Apple at work this week. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, like you just have to, it's it's like continuous cybersecurity education. Like you're never solved. It's like continuous um, working on it. Do you find that like, I know a lot of companies are using, you know, in their cybersecurity training, they're using like phishing emails. They are sending the phishing, e- phishing emails to see how many users they can trick. Uh, do you feel like that's a good use of, of time and technology or is that not really that effective? I think that phishing tests, and uh, this phishing tests, like um, um, when you're trying to find out is it phishing or not, are pretty good in educating people. And phishing tests, when companies uh, just send some emails to uh, their employees, may be not so good because uh, it's sometimes annoying. But I think it's really helpful, helpful to like uh, try to imagine these situations when those emails can be real. 
No, that's fair. That's fair. Um, so t- let's talk again about, you know, Moonlock. What was the, I mean, again, Clean My Mac is a great program. It's great, great malware. What does Moonlock ho- hope to accomplish with, you know, sort of being a separate division for Mac Paul focused on cybersecurity? What, what's your long term, what's the long term vision here? So um, our main focus is make accessible cybersecurity to everyone. It's like our main vision. Now we are developing our new product and my team especially focuses on testing hypotheses for our new product. That's why I'm talking mostly about how ordinary users look at cybersecurity. And for now, we have our resource called moonlog.com where you can find a lot of different materials. We have two audiences uh, for ordinary users who want to understand the basics of cybersecurity or even how to lock apps on iPhone with a password and for cybersecurity enthusiasts as well who want to understand how malware works. For example, we have a really cool article called All In-Depth Look at the Keylogger Malware Family about keyloggers, why they're dangerous, their development functionality, and etc. Yeah, I, you know, one of the things that I think goes underrated here is we talked about like the need to make this easy for users. Um, you know, when we look at like Apple Silicon, for example, you know, scanning for malware is obviously something I remember when it would take, you know, 10, 15 minutes to like properly scan your computer. And now, uh, you know, with Apple Silicon, we've got that down to mere seconds. I mean, certainly you all reported that like Apple's M1 was 2x faster than it was previously. Uh, and I think, you know, do you think that, this, you know, that kind of speed increase that Apple has brought from its new Silicon, do you think that makes it easier for users to kind of have these invisible scans behind the scenes that they never know exist? Yes, sure. I believe that all of the tools should be as simple as they can be for users. All of the cybersecurity players should uh, aim this goal to be as simple for users as they can. So, uh, of, of course, you need to understand cybersecurity basics, but you don't need to learn how different tools work, what are the main features of them? Everything should be as simple as possible. So that's why we are focusing on this goal too. Yeah. So again, I think a great place for people listening to this episode to start with is go to moonlock.com, like lots of good resources. Yeah. Again, I think the premise of it making cybersecurity for humans. And I think in the age of, you know, there's a lot of things with generative AI, et cetera, et cetera. But again, you have to make products that work for humans. And I think, you know, the way, you know, kind of the start is the the engine under the hood of Clean My Mac X uh, yeah. and the malware removal is, is what Moonlock's built. So now it's kind of like, hey, let's take it to the next level with future products. And, I, you know, I know you can't share, but I'm really excited to hear what future products, you know, you all come up with. But you know, when you have that engine that you're building upon, um, you know, I think, you know, you have that firm foundation. So it's really, really cool. Um, as we wrap up the show, any, any final thoughts, tips, uh, or you want to give us any uh, previews of, of what's coming next from Moonlock? Uh, please stay tuned on our site and we will provide all the details there. You can subscribe to our newsletter. We will notify you about new emerging threats and new our how-to uh, materials and so on. So just stay tuned. I think it's a great way to look at it. I, again, I the Mac is very secure, and we've come. A, we we certainly are not at the place where you know 
you can just say, hey, we don't we don't need you know, malware protection on the Mac. Like there are threats. Um, again, like you said, many, if not almost all of them are things that you have to install yourself. Um, but uh, certainly for an IT team, like you can't just 100% rely on users avoiding threats. It's, it's really a balance of users need good education. We need tools that are easy to use, but then also we need tools that work and are able to kind of stay ahead of all the threats. So uh, thanks for coming on the show. We'll have a link to uh, Moonlock again. Mac Paul makes some great products. I uh, love Clean My Mac X. It's one of those, like, it's the, the, to me, it's just like the simplest Mac maintenance tool there is. Um, it, you can get it, uh, you can you can, you can can buy it or you can get it for free with the setup subscription, which again, if you're a heavy Mac OS user, uh, the setup subscription is one of the best values you can find. Lots of great apps in there, um, including, you know, Cleanshot X and just all kinds of you know great apps you can use. So again, thanks for coming on the show, and we will have a link in the show notes to everything we talked about, and we'll see you next time. Thank you, thank you. Bye. All right.